Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Without further ado! That's what the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. What up, what up? Welcome to Buckets, the fantasy basketball podcast here on the Action Network. I'm your host, Dan Titus, and I'm joined as always with my boy, Adam Koffler. We are in week 20, just at the cusp of the playoffs. Some of you might actually be starting your playoffs this week. So we got to get you guys ready. Let's just get right into it, man. We got no five game teams this week. So we got a 16 teams playing four games, not going to go through all of them. And then we got 14 teams playing three games. So let's start with the teams that have the most favorable schedule here, play four games. The one that stands out to me is the Warriors. We just found out, I think what, yesterday that much of the stars of the Warriors are not going to be traveling on this quick road trip. Um, so no Steph Curry, no Clay Thompson, obviously no Draymond Green here. So uh, who are you picking up to uh, get that nice little back-to-back on Monday, Tuesday to start out week 20? Yeah, I would tell you uh, Jordan Poole, but he's rostered in most leagues because people just haven't wanted to drop him for whatever reason. I mean, he puts up guys. pretty yeah, he puts up pretty good numbers, but you know when they, when they got a full squad, he's not doing that much. Right. But so so I digress. He's probably not available. The guy that you want to pick up here is Jonathan Kuminga for sure. I believe he's only 25 percent rostered in Yahoo leagues, and he should eat on Monday. And then he has been doing pretty good uh, as a starter. You know, even on Tuesday when the when the Warriors host the Clippers um, who aren't the best defensive team either. So you got a really good opportunity for Jonathan Kamega to pick him up and get two games out of him early in the week. And then the Warriors have a four game week. So you can't really beat that in terms of a streamer. So that that's definitely who I'd be looking at uh, there for golden state. I mean, he's guaranteed double figures pretty much when he gets 20 minutes. I mean, his last game against the Lakers, he had 29 had dropped 18 points, five rebounds with a couple of steals. I think that's what the upside of Jonathan Kaminga really is, is that he can kind of fill up the stat sheet in a bunch of different categories. Um, are you looking at any other Warriors? Or is it mainly just uh, Kaminga there? Maybe Otto Porter? Yeah, I worry about Otto Porter on the back-to-back, though. This, it's definitely right. possible that point. he sits on Tuesday. Um, you could look even deeper, like Juan Toscano-Anderson, for example. He he fills up the stat sheet when he gets minutes, too. Like, he's a, he's a points, rebounds, assists, defensive stats kind of guy as well. So you may get a good line on him on Monday, but just be prepared on Tuesday. That may come down to, you know, down to earth and he might only play 10 to 15 minutes. So it's, it's possible that you get a nice Monday out of him. And then you just kind of hold on to him on Tuesday on the, uh, the smaller six game slate. And then you drop him on Wednesday. So um, you look at him too. And then is it Moses Moody is his name. 
Yeah, I think. Moses Moody. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a much deeper option, but someone's got to start for the Warriors. So I'd give all those guys a look, but just beware on Tuesday. They're going to come back down to earth. Right. And then the other team with a pretty favorable schedule is the Nuggets. Um, they play on that two-game Thursday slate, which is going to be really important uh, to get whatever value you can. I know you've been a big fan of uh, Boogie. Is it is it Boogie time? Are we, are we going to pick up Boogie again? It actually is Boogie time. Like, did you see what he did without Nicole Jokic in the lineup on Oof. Saturday or Friday? He went, what do you go, 31, 9, and 4 with, like, four stocks? Dude is a usage monster. And Nicole Jokic at the end of the day is playing a set number of minutes and it's anywhere from like 32 to 34 and Boogie's got those backup minutes all to himself at the center position. So he's playing 14 to 16 minutes a game and he fills it up in those 14 to 16 minutes. So the nuggets probably have the most favorable schedule in week 20, just because they play on that uh, two game slate uh, and they skip the Friday slate, which has 10 games. Um, so, yeah, I definitely uh, DeMarcus Cousins, regardless of whether or not he's starting for Jokic, he, he should be he should be on rosters in week 20, no doubt. Bro, the per 36 for Boogie this season, <laughs> 24 points, 17 rebounds, five assists, two and a half steals and one point two blocks. Ugh. Dude, he, <laughs> God. He, he, he's he's like essentially like Nicole Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, like the, a, a great passing big who can step out and hit a three. He's like he's like Jokic and Embiid, man. Like this guy, this guy's a beast. And he's a he's a Nuggets backup center. Let's not forget, man. We we talked about it a little bit last week, but Boogie used to be one of the top draft picks every season. Before he used to be his, number one, number two, number three. Yeah, yeah. Before his knees went bad and all the injuries, man, Boogie was real. It's finally gotten a little bit healthy here, and I think we're we're seeing it come to fruition. Um, so I really like the Boogie play. Is there anyone else on the Nuggets that you might be looking at? Um, I don't know that you want to go as far as like Jeff Green. I think he's pretty much been. Uh, taken out of out of fantasy relevance with Boogie there, but is there any other guards outside of Monte Morris who's still weirdly only a fifty three percent rostered? Yeah, yeah, Monte Morris if he's available is the guy. Um, Bones Highland too. Uh, he's going to hurt you in field goal percentage though, but he's a guy if you need threes and steals um, that could you know put up some stats even in twenty minutes. So I would I would take a look at Bones as well. Yeah, and just want to touch on I know the Heat also play four games. Not the best schedule here in terms of compared to the Warriors or the Nuggets, but um, we got to say, you know, Gabe Vincent is probably one of the bigger ads that you'll want to make despite, you know, their unfavorable schedule this week. They do play four games and Kyle Lowry is still out for personal reasons. So I'm just curious, you know, the Heat have been uh, resting certain players throughout the week. You know, we are getting closer to the playoffs here, so I wouldn't be surprised if we get Jimmy Butler getting a little bit of rest in there as well. But um, is there anyone else that you may be picking up like Max Struess, perhaps? Yeah, they do have a back-to-back uh, later in the week on on Friday, Saturday. So that, like you said, Max Struess is a is a good option there. Same with Gabe Vincent. You have to wonder what's going on with Kyle Lowry, right? He had these personal reasons earlier in the season. Yeah, uh, missed a bunch of games, came back for a few weeks, and then now he's back out again with the same. I believe they're the same personal reasons, but I don't know that we know uh, what those reasons are. But you know, he could miss an indefinite period of time here. And yeah, Miami's got four games this week. Um, Jimmy Butler, I would assume, is going to rest one of those back-to-back games uh, as he sort of has been recently. So, yeah, keep an eye on Max Drews, Gabe Vincent, even even like Omer Yurt Seven, like maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe Bam yeah, gets, gets a day of rest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one one thing while we talk about these these back-to-back games and and uh, 
this week is a little bit different, right? Sometimes we have you know teams that play two games, teams that play five games, uh, only a few teams that play four games. It's like half and half, teams that play four games and teams that play three games. Um, what I like to do is I like to break up sort of my transactions across, like, like break the week up into two. You want, you want to target teams that, you know, in the, in the beginning of the week, you want to target teams that play either back-to-back Monday, Tuesday, so you, you definitely get two games out of them, or potentially play three games in four nights, right? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. And then look at the end of the week, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, in three, in three nights, you want to play two, you want the, the guy to play two games. So don't, don't go picking up a guy, you know, on Thursday for the Thursday game. And then they only play like one more game the rest of the week of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like you want to maximize We're at a point right now where you're either in the playoffs or you're trying to get into the playoffs. Like every game is going to count, uh, especially as guys rest. So I don't recommend unless you really have to, to try to you know get a guy who's definitely going to play. I would recommend like waiting it out throughout the day, like to, to like make sure that like, you're picking up the right guy because anything can happen, right? At this point, there's not that many COVID cases, but, you know, guys resting, bring opportunity. You know, like if, if Jimmy Butler, don't pick up Max Drews if Jimmy Butler is going to be active. But if we get, you know, uh, news that Jimmy Butler is going to be out, then Max Drews, you know, run to the waiver wire and go pick him up for, for that game or two. Yeah, like I, I'm looking in the back of the week and you can get like the, the Indiana Pacers, for instance. They're the only yeah. ones that play a Saturday, Sunday back to back. So, you know, if you're looking at the waiver wire and the injury report, who knows if Malcolm Brogdon, will will play maybe you get a quiz a chris duarte if he's back by then he's not playing on sunday um so he might be actually ir eligible right now but you could be getting a sneaky pickup for a pacer late in the week if you plan it out accordingly and you're going to so, need this you know as we're getting closer to this so that's playoff. actually that pacers are a great use case in week 20 because the pacers play on tuesday right and then they don't play again until saturday sunday so like i've been touting jalen smith right but so I'm going to roll out Jalen Smith on, on Tuesday. I'm just going to hold him. He's on my team now. He's going to be rolled out until Tuesday. But then they don't play till Saturday, Sunday. Like, I am highly going to consider dropping Jalen Smith because I, I'd rather get, you know, a, a guy that plays four games, you know, Wednesday through Sunday or even three games and then still have the opportunity when it comes around on Friday or Saturday to go right. pick up Jalen Smith again if nobody's – because – he's not going to be high on the ads list on like a Friday when the team's not playing. So it's possible you still get him back. So that's like kind of a good little uh, tidbit there for, you know, like the Pacers, for example. Yeah. Great point. Um, let's move to the teams with uh, three games. Uh, most favorable. It's looking like the nets, they avoid the, the Wednesday slate, which is a brutal 12 games. And then as well as Friday, which is a 10 game slate. So um, that's going to be solid. If you can get them, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, also, the Sixers, they avoid the Wednesday slate. Not too many people that you're probably going to be able to pick up for the Sixers unless there's an injury. Um, and then the least favorable, you got the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Wizards. And um, speaking of the Wizards, I guess I picked up Corey Kispert just because I need some threes um, to end week 19. But they don't play again till Wednesday. So I have no reason to hold any not only that has a Wizards rostered. And they bro, suck, but- not only do the Wizards not play until Wednesday, but the games that the, the games that they play are the Wednesday slate, which is twelve games. You're likely going to fill out your starting right. lineup without Corey Kispert. And Friday is a game after that, and that's a ten game slate. You probably will fill out your roster there too. So uh, you're essentially getting one game out of Corey Kispert, which would be Saturday. So yeah, yeah, any any streaming wizards, you can go ahead and drop those guys. Drop them. Yep. Right. So same thing. Same thing. Uh, same thing with the Raptors. Honestly, they've got three same situation. They don't play until Wednesday. Uh, 
Boucher, for example, he's gonna he's a back end streamer. He can be dropped. Go pick up, uh, you know, a guy who plays Monday Tuesday, like Jonathan Kuminga, for example. Right? They play Monday Tuesday. You're gonna get both those games out of him because the slate's not gonna be full, and then you're gonna be happy you did that. Promise. Yeah. You. yeah now that you mentioned the Raptors, uh, came out on Sunday that Malachi Flynn's gonna be out indefinitely. They did acquire Armani Brooks from the Houston Rockets, so. You know, we don't know what Fred, what's up with Fred Van Vliet. He's missed four straight games. You got to expect that Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes are going to probably be the biggest beneficiaries of his absence, his continued absence. But this could be the perfect break for Fred Van Vliet to get back on the court, you know, being that, you know, they don't play till Wednesday after Sunday here. So uh, are you picking up Armani Brooks or are you just going to ride this out? Because this is one of those things that we've been talking about for weeks, right? You should be you should have already postured a bunch of Toronto Raptors on your squad for the fantasy playoffs because they have one of the most favorable schedules in terms of, you know, actual games played. And I know we made a trade. We could probably talk about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> that could work out as well for me. I still feel good about the trade, but you're just in a way better position to actually take advantage of it. But a little bit too late for me. But um, yeah. So for the Raptors situation, I just want to know, what are, what are you doing about the Fred Van Vliet point guard Toronto situation? Yeah, I'm not touching uh, Armani Brooks because of what we just talked about with the, the Raptors schedule. So the only Raptors I want are the guys that you you have on your rosters like today, right? Gary Trent, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Vliet. The hope is that Fred Van Vliet, after three days of rest, uh, Sunday to Wednesday, will have uh, enough healing time to get on the floor. Uh, they they really do need him. Uh, they're they're a very short team, especially now with Malachi Flynn out uh, indefinitely with the hamstring injury. So yeah, so but as far as the streaming options on the Raptors, uh, not interested in Week Twenty. So. Uh, you can kind of scratch all those other guys and just just hope for the best with the with the stars because it, they're going to get very high usage moving forward with with OG Ananobi still likely out at least a week. Um, I believe it was a two week uh, reevaluation period for for OG and that was last week. So we've got another week on him. Uh, if for some reason he was dropped and you're confident in your uh, ability to get into the playoffs, uh, definitely consider pick up OG Ananobi because I, I do think he'll be back with the Raptors where in the playoff hunt this season. Yeah, they're on that. Uh, they're on the track for that play in tournament. So, you know, it looks like they won it. I mean, after last season and what happened with all the talent that they have, man, they're, they're right there. So I think they are going to make that playoff push and, and they're going to need their main starters that Nick Nurse gives 35 minutes plus two. That's why, the, that's, day, why they, the that's why they see injuries, man, because yeah. Nick Nurse plays his guys 40 minutes. Malachi Flynn comes in for Fred Van Vliet, plays 40 minutes a game, hurts his hamstring. <laughs> I wonder how that happened, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for these teams that are only playing three games, I want to talk about some early week streaming options here, you know, between the Hornets, the Bucks, Thunder, Bulls, Trailblazers, Kings, they all play two games within the first three nights of the week. So that's Monday through Wednesday. Who are you liking from those squads that you may want to scoop up early in your week um, that you described earlier with your strategy? Isaiah Roby seems like a fantastic option. Uh, oh, you really come around on the Roby. Yeah. So, you know, you know, what's interesting is if I'm not mistaken, in the beginning of the beginning of the year, I wrote an article for Roto Baller and it said like Isaiah Roby is like a deep sleeper because like he, he, he when he when he was starting last year, he, he just he did well and he's doing the same now. And it, 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 it looks like it, it took uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander to get back in the lineup for Isaiah Roby is sort of, you know, get back into a comfort zone. I mean, he's been balling. Like he's putting up, I tweeted the other day. I was like, you wouldn't believe it. If you went and looked at Isaiah Roby's last two stat lines, it's just, it's like, it's like stupid. It's like 2010 and five with, you know, high percentages, 
he just he looks really good. And and like you said, the Thunder played two games the first three nights of the, of the week. So definitely, definitely a streamable option there in Isaiah Roby. And also, I mean, Lou Dort remains out. Josh Giddy's out for the foreseeable future. Trey Mann's going to continue to start and get minutes. Um, he's a streaming option as well. Lexi Pokusevsky's an option if he could stomach the field goal percentage. So is Darius Baisley if he could stomach the field goal percentage and the free throw percentage as well. Um, yeah, I mean, the Thunder, like, they're not running they're not running a super deep rotation because of some of the injuries. So, so all these guys are streaming options at the beginning of the week. Yeah, and it doesn't look like Giddy is coming back. He's still a couple weeks away. So, yeah, I think the Shea-Roby connection is definitely working right now. And what about the Charlotte Hornets? I mean, we haven't seen Gordon Hayward for quite some time. I know you tweeted it the other day, man. How great under the radar has Terry Rozier been from Dude. a fantasy perspective over the last couple of seasons, man? No one ever really talks about it. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you brought that to the forefront because um, he's been hooping, man. And, and without Gordon Hayward there, like he's just been a fantasy beast. So here we go. Great. Ready? Anyone else you're picking up there after that? Yeah. So just just Rozier. shout out, shout out Terry Rozier, the second ranked player in the last two weeks. Uh, amongst the likes of James Harden, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, like just Same. stupid, and and he's been he's been consistently like a top twenty five guy, and yeah. we don't we don't think of him like that. He's he's averaging one point three turnovers per game this season, for the amount of usage that's insane for a guy like yeah. Terry Rozier. Two years ago, uh, he, I think he was averaging like two point two. So to get that down to one point three and then also average a career high in assists at four point four, just super impressive stuff from Rozier. Obviously, he's not available, so don't worry about that, but. Um, yeah, like you said, Gordon Hayward remains out. Uh, Cody Martin, uh, I would, I'd be interested in, um, from the Hornets, um, him and him and his brother, uh, Caleb, every time they get an opportunity, they, they fill the stat sheet, man. They're, they're defensive guys. They both, they're both really good. They both need more minutes, like, like on a consistent basis. And they've both been getting more minutes recently. And then, uh, Caleb in Miami, when Jimmy Butler goes down, he's like a must pick up and start because he just goes wild. Uh, but yeah, Cody Martin off the bench for the for the Hornets would be the guy I'm looking at there. Anybody from the Trailblazers or the Kings uh, within the, yeah. that Monday to Wednesday stretch that you like as well? Yeah, so I do like Trendon Watford a lot for the Trailblazers. They're running an eight-man rotation. Uh, he does come off the bench, but he plays the minutes down the stretch, and he's played uh, around 30 minutes each of the last two games. I believe he was a double-double in both those games with uh, a handful of assists as well. So he, he looks like a good option. He shoots a high field goal percentage. So I was, it's funny. I was pondering um, picking up a trailblazer for Saturday and I needed rebounds uh, and field goal percentage. And I went with Trendon Watford over CJ Ellaby, even though CJ Ellaby was a starter. Great decision. Yeah, yeah right. CJ Ellaby shot like two of 10 and had like five rebounds, even though he started right. And Trendon Watford came up, you know, 12 and 14 with, you know, shooting like five of seven from the field and uh, it's just the right decision. So I, I like Trenton Wofford a lot early in the week in week 20. Yeah, Wofford's a, a shade under 50%. Uh, I think it's more in the 40 range, actually. But, I mean, he's actually surprisingly, I, I'm impressed by those assist numbers. Four assists last game, six assists the game before that. So he's definitely filling up the stat sheet a little bit and he gives you a couple blocks. So that, that's a really good call for how low rostered he is. Um, only a three-game slate, as you said, but for the Blazers, but if you can scoop them up in the beginning of the week, drop them later, um, that could be some nice production for you. Yeah, no doubt. So like we said, like get break your week up into two, in a sort of two segments here and, and you get Trent and Watford Monday, Wednesday. Uh, now just be careful. You want to look at your roster for Wednesday with, with the 12 game slate. If you, if your roster is full, 
you know, it's possible that I wouldn't recommend Trenton Wofford as an ad because uh, you're, you're likely not going to play the, the worst guy on your team uh, on Wednesday when the, the rest of your squad plays. So definitely take a look at that before you go ahead and make that ad. Yeah, I guess the other team that it kind of falls sort of into that Pacers late game week strategy would be the Grizzlies. They played two games in the last three days. Um, they play on a Friday, which may not be that great for you, but they also do play on on Sunday. So is there anybody from the Grizzlies? I think we talked about it. We talked about, you know, Brandon Clark. We, we haven't talked about him in a while, but I think he's a guy that could probably be uh, one of those Sunday pickups. Also, obviously, DeAnthony Melton. He's been one of those nine category guys that, you know, we were really frustrated with him probably pre-All-Star break, but he's really secured his minutes and he's been producing and he hasn't seemed to shake this rotation. So I think he's a, definitely a person that you'll, you may want to grab if he's still floating out there on waivers. Um, is there anybody else from the Grizzlies that you would want to consider? Uh, yeah, Kyle Anderson, if he's available. But but again, this is going to be a late week uh, situation yeah. for, for, for the Grizzlies. They play on Tuesday, which is good. So if you have a Grizzly currently on your roster, don't waste the transaction yet. Drop that guy on on uh, on Wednesday and then you know, see if you can. I, I don't know if, they, if you drop him on Wednesday, I think they'll clear on Friday or maybe Saturday. So, so it might yeah, be too late at that point. Waivers. Yeah. Depends on your waivers. But um, essentially, you don't want your Grizzlies until later in the week. But uh, but if you have them now, like Kyle Anderson, Brandon Clark, D'Anthony Melton, I wouldn't drop them until Wednesday. Fair enough. I um, want to talk about some other things real quick. The Minnesota Timberwolves have four games. They play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then have a back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Anthony Edwards, um, he seems pretty hurt right now. Um, I don't know that you can really trust him. I know he's been kind of battling this knee injury, but I think he's finally going to get some rest here. Is there anybody um, thinking Malik Beasley probably comes to mind, but is there anyone else that you may want to consider for this uh, Timberwolves team? Yeah, I think uh, Jaden McDaniels uh, has been in the starting lineup for directly for Anthony Edwards. And he he's looking like a guy that you want to roster. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. Pretty efficient shooter gets the stocks as well. And then, I mean, Jared Vanderbilt, he should be rostered in most leagues. He just, he does sort of everything. Patch. Yeah, he went, yeah, he did. And he's, he's been better actually without Anthony Edwards on the floor. Um, he actually picks up a couple of assists without, without Ant-Man. So uh, as long as, as long as Edwards and his usage are off the floor, like, you know, all of Jaden McDaniels, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, and Malik Beasley all deserve uh, a roster spot this week. I think one other person we want to mention, I don't think we did mention it, was Isaiah Hartenstein, who's actually been playing really well, despite Zubach actually playing pretty well, too. Um, so I think he might be a person that you may want to consider. I actually r- really love the Clippers schedule this week as well. Mm-hmm. So they, they do play Wednesday and Friday, as do most teams, right? But they have four games. They play on the Tuesday slate, right. which is good. because only six, six, uh, six games at night. They also sneakily have the Sunday-Monday back-to-back. So... A guy like Isaiah Hartenstein, you can roster through Monday of week 21 if you need it, or, or other guys on the Clippers. It could, be, uh, it could be Terrence Mann. It could be Reggie Jackson. These guys are probably rostered in a lot of leagues at this point, but Isaiah Hartenstein's only 14% rostered. Like, he looks like a guy that you could pick up now and, and you know, use the entire week and then the Monday the following week and not have to worry about you know, adding, dropping, adding, dropping, that deal. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, so I, we did see Markel Fultz. We talked about it a little bit, uh, him return to the court. Is this a guy that, I mean, his impact right now, I mean, he's not going to be playing, you know, he's definitely not playing on back-to-backs. He's probably not going to play three games in four nights. But Jalen Suggs didn't play in the last game. So are, is this someone that you would consider even rostering at this point? 
or is he a stay away? Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> I've, I've struggled with this one. To start the week, they, the Magic play back-to-back on Tuesday, Wednesday. So you're likely not going to get a game out of him then. But they do have games Friday and Sunday as well. If Jalen Suggs remains out, I would potentially be interested in, in Markel Fultz because he's – even though R.J. Hampton got the start in the last game, Mar- Markel Fultz is just a, a better, you know, use of a, of a, a roster spot there. Both in Orlando and on your fantasy, he just does more. Watch out for the news. See if the Magic are willing to increase his minutes. I would think that they would, um, just to see like you know how much he can handle or or whatever. Um, so I, I'm interested as long as Jalen Suggs remains out. I don't know if Jalen Suggs was out as a result of some rest or if he actually has a a, a bigger issue. Um, so just keep an eye on that news. You know, if Suggs is is, uh, is in the lineup, I'm I'm not really interested in Fultz. Yeah. And we got news that Zion's been cleared for basketball activity. No way. I'm not trusting it. I'm staying far, far away. But I don't know that Zion, I don't know. If you drafted Zion, I feel like, I don't even know. if I haven't seen him on waivers, and I'm in three pretty competitive leagues here. Um, but if he were available, would you even consider doing it? No. Because because you need you need every transaction that you can get right now. Right. If for some reason you're locked into the one seed and your playoffs start in week 21 and 22, and you don't need your transactions, it, sure, go pick up Zion Williamson. But I, I don't think he's coming back like this week. I don't think he's coming back next week. Going to be a going to be a ra- little bit of a ramp up time. To be honest with you, like, is he the best fantasy nine nine cat fantasy player to begin with? Like, so it, I, I mean, he's not, unless he's not, he comes out making his free throws and shooting threes, yeah, like, yeah, he he's not going to be scores. Yeah, he's not going to be this more of a three you know, cat guy. Yeah, this league winner, right? So. I'm not interested in picking up uh, Zion Williamson. Like I'd rather pick up Michael Porter, man. Like honestly, I, it just feels like there, there's like a better chance he comes back and does something than than Zion Williamson. Yeah, I have more faith in like Jackson Hayes, who's actually getting minutes, or like Herb Jones. Like I don't know, this Pelicans team is like surprisingly playing very well since CJ McCollum has been there. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they want to mess up the vibe here and just throwing Zion into the, into the mix here, even though they want to see them play. Like, I don't know. I think that he's already pretty much been, he's already checked out. So to me, like this doesn't make sense to bring him back right now or pick him up for fantasy purposes. Like they're not going to just give him 20 minutes out the gates after this dude's barely played at all. So um, he'd have a minutes restriction, wouldn't play back to backs. I don't, I'm cool on that. Hey, shout out Jackson Hayes, man. The guy, all he does is shoot like 72% from the field and 80% from the line. Like he's like for, he's been, he's for, been a, solid, for a big, man. I mean, like he's like Robert Williams, Jared Allen, like, you know, Rudy go better, better free throw shooting Rudy go bear. Like he's a permanent beast. Like we talked about, we've been talking about him for, you know, weeks before this, but yeah, you know, he's sticking in the starting lineup and, and I don't think Zion's coming back anytime soon. So ride the wave with, with Jackson Hayes is a nice little, uh, uh, waiver wire uh, pickup. Definitely. And uh, last one, close it out with Ben Simmons. Woes dropped. Eh, it's not really a bomb. I think we, we were both assuming this was going to be the case anyway, that Simmons was not going to be ready for the March 10th matchup versus the Sixers in Philly. So makes you wonder, I mean, March 10th is next week. Should we see Ben within the next couple of weeks? And if you have him rostered on your fantasy team, you should probably just hold on to him at this point because you might actually see him sometime in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, it's really interesting because the Nets keep pushing this narrative that he's really close, <laughs> but he's he's not close enough to play against the Sixers in Philly on 
what is it? March 10th. March 10th. Mm-hmm. Right. So in, in, in four days from now, but he's really close. He's, he, he may even join them on the road trip, but he's not, you know, his back isn't quite healed enough, but let's see if his back is feeling good on March 13th, which is the next game for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, after they played the Sixers, I think it's at home against uh, the Knicks. So we'll see if we we'll, we'll see if we see him in that game. I mean, that's week twenty. So I mean, if he comes back, then uh, yeah, he could be. You could have him for week twenty one and twenty two, and potentially twenty three. Which yeah, I, I, I'd be curious to see how many rosters that Ben Simmons is on that actually is in a position in the playoffs like that. But I would say people people have been stashing him because at the end of the day, he's he's a. He's a guy who's going to get you a lot of assists, defensive stats. He can score a little bit. I mean, his field goal percentage is going to be high. He's going to get you threes. <clears throat> Just kidding. Um, so he's going, to, he's going to hurt you in free throw percentage if he gets to the line. We'll see if he even, you know, plays like that and tries to get to the free throw line because he's scared to go shoot free throws. Um, so I wanted to bring up one other thing in terms of if you're in the playoffs now, right, one of the things that I recommend doing is looking at your opponent and saying to yourself, like, you know, is this, does this person's team, like which categories, right? Are they going to win outright? Because, you know, they're going to, they've been number one in assists all year they long. Five, they have four or five point guards. So they're always dominating assists. Yeah. So they got like, you know, Garland and LaMelo and all these guys that get a ton of assists and your team is sort of middle of the pack assists. Like don't waste your transactions on, on assist guys. Focus on the categories that you can win uh, and that you think or think might are going to possibly be close, but also look at your team and be like, if you, if you're number one in, in, you know, blocks every week, like maybe you don't need to focus on blocks. You're going to win that category. Anyway, focus your transactions on the categories that you think are going to be close based on, you know, what you and your opponent have, have both done in this during the season, because remember you only need to win five, four or, Four three. So um definitely, you know, think about that when you're looking at your your opponent here. Cause you don't need to win eight one. I know winning during the regular season, eight one, seven two, those are fantastic weeks. I want every category I could possibly get. But in the in the playoffs, you know, different story. Just focus on the on the categories that are gonna be close and that can uh, you know, guys like Isaiah Hartenstein, for example, can put you over the top in terms of you know field goal percentage and stuff like that. So it's kind of funny how it comes full circle. You start you talk about the punting strategy during draft season, you don't come really come back to it until like playoff time. Um, yeah. But yeah. I think that that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Know your, what your team strengths are and what their weaknesses and, and focus on those strengths. All you need to do is get five categories. So whatever those five are, those are the ones you want to focus on. Yep. That'll do it for buckets week 20. Make sure you check out actionnetwork.com for the fancy forecast with myself and Joe Delaire, where we'll break down much of what we talked about here today and give you some prop angles. Make sure to download Price picks, if you haven't already, make sure you use promo code ACTION10, A-C-T-I-O-N-1-0. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. Download the award-winning Action Network app where you can track all of your bets and tell the Action Network experts. And uh, we'll see you next week, man. Fancy playoffs should be starting this week or next. This is grind time, so make sure you guys get on the waivers, follow our strategies, and uh, get that chip. Bring it home. We'll talk to you next week. Let's get buckets.